Welcome to Colonize the Ocean podcast, where we discuss oceanic colonization, exploration, and education with your hosts, Adam Jewell and Brendan Traxler. guys and girls i'll say guys but it's it's we are open to all hey everybody we are back again we've got babe once more doing another awesome jacques Cousteau themed episode with con shelf three this is a, the last one in the series of con shelf go back and check out one and two um good once again these are quick episodes we're not trying to spend too much time on them but uh three i feel it's kind of open-ended and there's a lot of information not known about that. So I think we're going to have a good talk on this. And I'm not going to waste any more time. Take it away, babe. Howdy. Okay, we're talking about Con Shelf 3. As we know, Con Shelf 1 and 2 have already happened. So in uh, 65, Con Shelf 3 was done. In 62, which I missed last time, was uh, Con Shelf 2. So now we're in 65, three years later. And Con Shelf 3 was done. So the Con Shelf Station projects were experiments developed by Jacques Cousteau to prove the ability of humans to live and work underwater. The projects helped lay foundations for modern-day commercial diving and astronaut training. Um, there were environmental underwater experiments as well as human psychological and physical experiments. These experiments were performed during the projects, and the results are still used and what we uh, uh, do today underwater. So the Continental, Continental Shelf 3, which is Con Shelf 3, was being planned right after the success of Con Shelf 2. Um, so again, in 65, it was placed in the Mediterranean. So one was in the Mediterranean, two was in the Red Sea, three were back in the Mediterranean. It was 100 meters, 328 feet deep. So we went from 32 feet with a 90 foot um, at Con Shelf 2 with a little bit 90 foot that had some problems, taking all those problems they had, learning from them, and then they just, they dropped a rock and went right after it. <laughs> it 328 feet deep. Um, this this uh, habitat was a sphere. It was two stories tall and it housed six crew people for three weeks um, and again uh, psychological and physical training um, 328 feet deep unless you're a today's commercial diver uh, or a scientist that has done that uh, or, or you know a navy person that has a, a submarine or, or a, a diving experience Tech divers, I will say tech divers too. Uh, most people do not go to 320 feet deep. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a different world. I'm certain. And, of and, it. Yeah, and for in most and for most things, there's no reason to be going that deep. I mean, right? yeah. I mean, you, you've got limited to, to very little light at that point in time too. Um, so I mean, the pressure, you've got 
I mean, there's just so many things. Why? Except for, for scientific research and to test the, yeah. the physiological aspects and psychological aspects and stuff along those lines. Now, we'll talk more about that later, but yeah, I just, it's just one of is like, what was going through Jacques Cousteau's head? And he's like, man, we're going. He's pushing the envelope every yeah. time he does one of the things. He's like, we're just, we're just going. Yeah. But, you know, I know, well, first of all, the fact he built any of this stuff, he was pushing the envelope for that day yeah. and time anyway. So then you got your backers. I, we've talked about them in one and two. Um, you know, your minerals, your oil, your gas, yeah. um, as well as some government and scientific. So he's got those backers and he took advantage of them and not, not in a bad way. He took advantage yeah. of what their wants and what their yep. needs as well as his needs. And he put it to good use and he's, he went deep. The thing is when I, in the little introduction there, when I talk about uh, commercial diver astronaut training, the crew worked outside of these habitats uh, on fake, um, on fake well equipment, like old well equipment. Uh, uh, they worked on, they built fake things underwater to be physically active, uh, um, to get tests on themselves as well as what a person's capable of in saturation, you know, uh, um, experience. And so that was for the investors as much as anything. And so when I say in that little introduction, that those studies were being done. They were doing that. They, they were going out building fake things yeah. just for the sole purpose to see what could be done. That's it. That's all. These things, as far as I know, were never put to any kind of use. Uh, you know, they were just, and now your, your everyday commercial diver wouldn't think anything about it. Right. They just go do it. That's where this came from. Yeah. Um, so, originally uh, i mean i didn't have a lot of information on conch shell three it's just hard to dig up information on it but originally there were five conch shell projects planned uh, that was you know each was going to build on the other so i'd love to know i'd love to see what that plan for four and five was uh you know what pushing things there is artwork out there um that shows i don't know if it's canonical or not but it's it's a depiction and it shows like dolph like a farms and dolphins and it's it's basically looked like it was conch shell i'll we'll, find the picture and we'll throw it up here but it's it's it shows a bunch of stuff going on there's like a tower going up to the surface and there's all these different types of stuff but it's all based around the conch shell program so i think it may have been maybe artist depiction of what four or five would have looked like but i'm sure there is going to be pushing envelopes going deeper as well but Maybe not. Maybe yeah. he's going to go back and see what more they could do at one atmosphere and how much bigger they could go too. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. What what was the plans for four and five? Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, so. We talk about them. Jacques Cousteau, especially if you watch uh, Bing Cousteau, you'll see where his mindset started to change, and because he saw the potential of the things these backers uh, there's another way to say it the potential so you, you look at how a lot of mining was done then no one cared about what they were doing because 
well, that's the earth. How are you going to hurt it? You know, kind of thing. Now we understand the damage that can be done. And so he started to see that then. And so he changed his mindset to, to conservation. And he, he ended the conch projects. He wouldn't, no. he wouldn't do them anymore. And as much as we can all admire him for that, at the same time, if he had kept his conservation mindset, what could he have done by furthering, by pushing no. the Confell shelf projects? And, uh, you know, if his, especially if he could have got the investors to see that same, same logic, what could the world be today? Uh, you know, it's a what if, yeah. so there's nothing to be done about it, but just imagine and think, it. And I think that comes back to, you know, who, who his backers were. There were big oil and gas who had the money to throw at this stuff. No other investors out there are, are going to want to throw the money at, at this short of space. NASA or some a government with, or, you know, the European, which didn't really exist at that point in time as far as their yeah. space agency and stuff like that. So who else was there? So if he wasn't willing to get in bed with big oil and big gas, who he was at that point in time, mindset was against, yeah, where was that money going to come from? So it was, yeah. and, and who knows how much of it was, if I can't do it right, I'm not going to do it at all type of thing too. So possibly, maybe he did want to continue on with, with some type of stuff, yeah, but, but but the but the backing wasn't there. So there's one of those things yeah. where it's not worth worth doing. Yeah, that's, I agree. That's. But yeah, so that's, and like you said, there, there's not a lot to talk about here on three. I, th I think the, the biggest thing to talk about here with three is, it once again it pushed the envelope it was the next step in the iterations of con shelf this gradual scale of going down deeper and, and pushing the envelope there and then like i said in the last episode it's open-ended because four and five who knows what would come from them so really it's an unfinished it's unfinished um one two and three were he was just hitting his his Mark, he was learning everything. He knew what he was doing. He knew how to build them. He knew how to produce them. I think four and five would have been the the, the pinnacle of underwater underwater habitat design, honestly, too. I think yeah. we've been seeing some amazing things come out there. And we'll never know. I mean, yeah. maybe some of the living Cousteaus may have some idea, you know, conversations with, you know, that may have transpired. Who knows if it ever went that far, too, so... My, my other thing, um, uh, either I overlooked it or I just couldn't find the dimensions of the sphere. Mm. The size of it, it you know, all the pictures, it, it's, it wasn't really cramped um, as far as, you know, the dimensions of the living space in it. Uh, but I had a hard time finding, and it's either that or I looked right out and didn't see it, uh, the actual dimensions of what the living space was inside it's two-story which you know understandable and a sphere if, if you know if most people probably watching this do know but a sphere makes makes it easier to withstand the pressure uh, that's why the first uh, I'll, I'll call it a vehicle the first manned uh, visit to the mariana trench was in a bathosphere, a big round 
steel dome or steel ball, I guess would be better uh, said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, you know, once again, it's much easier to, to build to pressure using that. Not saying it can't be done with other structures, um, but because you waste a lot of space with those rounded edges and stuff too, you got to build around those. So yep. that, 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 that becomes a, a concern. But if you build big enough, the inside space isn't a big concern. And once again, going back to two stories, um, that's a lot of space in there too. Yeah. Um, every, every time I look at the thing, for some reason, I was thinking the movie sphere and the underwater oh, uh, yeah. and, and stuff <laughs> along those lines too. For some reason, I don't know if it's because the sphere, it's a word, word thing or not, but yeah. Um, but yeah. If anybody else has the information out there, um, especially, you know, we've got some people who've been in the industry for quite a while that watch, that's part of our community and watch these videos and stuff. I'd love to get information they've got. I'm, I'm sure you would too, babe. Especially on any of these habitats we talk about, especially these these harder to find ones, uh, you guys got information. Send it our way because we'd love to report on it and maybe come back and make a part two on some of this stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's nice that uh, I mean, you look on YouTube and every once in a while someone comes up with what we're doing today, um, but it's several years apart. I mean, you look and I think the last one I saw was like seven or eight years ago, um, was the most recent. Yeah, and we're just. We're just keeping an update on the same old thing in its own way. Pretty much. But at the same time, it's exciting when this is what you like to do. Yeah, absolutely. So is there anything else you want to throw in there about three or the, the whole con shelf program, I guess? Oh, I just wish it existed so I could visit it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh, dear, I've got to sell one of my children so I can go visit. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Pick your favorite. <laughs> Maybe one day in VR. Yeah. Boy, but well, that's with the metaverse, it's it's very possible. Very possible. All right, babe. Well, we'll wrap up this last installment of Con Shelf, and we'll be back with another underwater habitat. Do you know which one you're going to be doing next? I don't. I've looked at, uh, um, I think, probably Sea Lab. That's, that's, okay. I keep getting pushed towards Sea Lab, so it's like, I think probably Sea Lab. Yeah. Cool. So we'll look forward to those. Um, guys, as always, thank you. Thank you, babe. Hope you enjoy these things, and we will see you guys later. Thank you.